Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to listen to the Timey Wimey Tea Time Podcast, a geekyantics.net and allgames.com production. Find out what everyone's talking about. The Doctor, of course. Doctor Who? Exactly, that Doctor. <laughs> Join us live at www.twitch.tv forward slash geekyantics. That's G-E-E-K-Y-A-N-T-I-C-S. Hang out with us, ask questions, laugh and have at it. We can't wait to hear what's on your minds and hearts. Tiny Wiley Tea Time And welcome to Timey Wimey Tea Time, where friends gather to talk about all things Doctor Who, sci-fi, fantasy, zombies, creativity, video games, anime, you know, everything geeky. And you know what else? Today, we talked a lot about tech stuff. We had some early tech issues. We'll we'll have a little banter about that for those that are into uh, podcasting or just audio files or big on tech talk. Uh, We'll have a little, little shop talk, if you will, but... uh. Let's some introductions. Do some introductions before we get into the banter. I'm Yomar Lopez, uh, known throughout the uh, interwebs and sometimes the Hoovers as Yogi Zilla, and I've been using that name for a long time since the '90s, believe it or not. And uh, it's a name that no one will ever take. There might be a reason for that, but that's all right. It's mine, mine, mine. <laughs> Friends, I real call me Yogi, and I hope you will too. Now, uh, as Stan Farina, our long lost co-host, used to say, "I'm a gamer, I'm a dreamer, an author of silliness, a disgruntled techie, a wild-eyed entrepreneur." And a fistful of happy emoji cons and sunshine. I ride into battle upon a glittering My Little Pony. Out of my mouth come laughing swords of peppermint and ginger. But accompanying me today is our old friend. Someone who has been making big waves. Or shall I say, doing some massive pile drivers. Or DDTs, I believe is what the kids call them. Uh, in the esports and wrestling worlds alike. He's been busy, yes. Yes, folks. I'm talking about the man that AM Audio Media, amaudiomedia.com, plug, the man that AM Audio Media calls the Hollywood voice. Okay. I was waiting for you to run out of breath. I, like, I-, I could have kept it going. For, for, a, for a smoker, I, I got quite a bit of uh, breath in me. What's up, man? It's impressive. Uh, it's it's going, man. Oh my gosh, it's been so so crazy and hectic. Uh, working with the the coaching and 
uh, managing on Team Demonis of recently rebranded for Counter-Strike Go, and of course, being just everywhere doing all sorts of stuff, got a, a side job going, and working on making, oh uh, yeah, just creativity out the wazoo. That side hustle, yo. Oh man. <laughs> you're not pushing, you're wasting time. Yeah, but you know, it's funny because uh, I know uh, a lot of podcasts get a, a bad rep because they end up becoming broadcasts. And uh, and uh, and that's a big part of tea time. It's just a bunch of friends getting together in the chat and a Twitch chat and all games community. And it's talking about things, you know, fandoms, th- you know, uh, creative projects that we're into that we're doing. You know, just enjoying our uh, tea time. But uh, you know, this is our way really now to c- catch up, and we got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> oh man, do we ever! I. Oh, so much, so much stuff has happened. Like I feel like it's been so long since I've been here, and uh, the, the life moves pretty fast if you're not ready for it. <laughs> well, we have someone else that really wants to join us on uh, on uh, on the show today, and uh, I just gotta remind you, I gotta remind everybody, we keep this show clean, and it's hard to keep a show clean because. With when you go for that G rating, you know you have a wider audience, but it's an all-or-nothing proposition, right? And then it kind of limits the scope of some of the things you can discuss. But there's a purpose for that. Guy. We want to share all this stuff with a wider audience, and we and we got other vehicles for when we want to go a little wild. But I'm gonna bring someone in here real quick. You might be familiar with him if you keep up with uh, AllGames.com or GeekyAntics.net shows. All right, let's see if I, I don't break something here. Ladies and gentlemen, drum roll for the mystery guest. For the mystery guest, who could it be? Hello, are you there? I am. Yes, folks, it is Obi-Wan X2. What's up, Obi? And yes, I will, I will hold my tongue today. I know this is a G-rating show. <laughs> I know you said that. I was like, I was telling everybody on my stream, I was like, that's for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimers for me. So. Are you still streaming? Yeah, man. Oh, nice. Heck, heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah. We got a little multi-stream setup going on. Nice. So we had a little, we had some tech issues in the beginning, uh, and I picked. And I, I don't know. Ever since like the three updates back, OBS every now and then will cut off the mic, but I never cut it off completely like that. It would just like stop working intermittently, which is actually worse. I'd rather be not work at all or work completely. But when it cuts on and off, and you, you lose like a few seconds of audio at a time, that's not cool. But yeah. fun stuff, you know. See, <laughs> I, I found I found something interesting in it, and, and I think I don't know if it was your issue, but I know it was my issue because I updated to try and find out what the issue was. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, it completely forgot what my default microphone was, so I had to reset what my microphone was. No, I wish it was that simple. <laughs> like mine was super easy. I was like, "Oh, well, this is my default microphone." It's like, "Okay, we know who you are. We can hear you." I was like, "If this is what you forgot, I'm gonna just point this out." Yeah. So, and you know, when you're troubleshooting, you always start with the basic stuff first because then you might end up doing some elaborate thing, and it'll be something as simple as, as "Oh, the cable's loose or it's unplugged." You know. I've made that mistake. <laughs> like, you guys I, know. Good. Oh no! Go ahead. Good. So you guys know me. I'm the stupid guy at Geeky Antics, so my tech guy does it for me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I think when when you're in the heat of the moment, everybody's the stupid guy. Or and we say guys a unisex thing, man or woman. <laughs> yeah, I think like uh, the old uh, what was it, Good Burger? I'm a dude. You're a dude. She's a dude because we're all dudes. Dude, dude, <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, what it ended up being for me, um, I I don't know. I just mess, I honestly messed with a bunch of different things to kind of force it to reinitialize. I, I you know always restart. So I restarted, uh, unplugged and replugged the mic, and then I reinitialized the microphone, and then finally kicked it back on in OBS. So I think OBS doesn't like sharing anymore with other apps. No, so it doesn't. It does not. Yeah. Ops is greedy like that. Ops doesn't even like sharing microphones. Like, I have my headset, my G35 headset, that Ops just says, ha, guess what? I'm not going to let you use that today. And just because you turned your other mic off, I'm not going to let you use that today either. Oh. It wasn't like that before. Like I said, it was like three or four updates back that it got all kind of stingy like that. But I'll tell you what, a lot of folks have been... uh, talking to me about uh doing podcasts and you know hopefully joining all games or or geeky antics now all games do their own thing we do not make the calls for them but you know great network to be a part of we we have a couple of shows on there and we're proud to be part of family we got one we got one waiting to get a stream geek they want to stream so bad for geeky antics so yeah we gotta we gotta do a little mastermind session with all the people that are pitching ideas Uh, that's gonna happen soon i've been uh mia for like a week or so and a lot has happened. I mean, I've been busy, productive, but uh, you disconnect for a little bit, whether on purpose or not. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't realize how, how much that Internet, that technology uh, is ingrained into your lifestyle. But, yeah, as far as podcasting, um, you know, the, the USB mics, I still think they, they keep up with the XLR mics, you know, um, the problem with them is that you have to deal with things like that. You have issues with mixing. You have to deal with driver issues and little hiccups like that, and and apps that don't like to share uh, across, you know, different, uh, you know, devices. Or rather, apps that don't like to share the device across other platforms, uh, other applications, which is seems to be my issue. So I had to kind of reinitialize it so that Obs would call dibs first, and then it wouldn't break everything else I was doing. So it seems to be working out. That that was the issue. I wonder. I wonder though if there's some deeper issue though with OBS the way it works because I still have weird audio sync issues when I stream on this box. I gotta get my other rig up. And I, I, I know I keep saying that, but I was gonna say, folks, if you're keeping count, yeah. this is the third or fourth month he said that. I know it's just yo tweet at him hashtag fix the other box. Ah. <laughs> uh, I deal with I deal with so much tech stuff for clients and then helping my family out because like my my wife like she's anti tech and she's finally getting into it. I told her you can't avoid it, and then she's always asking me for help with stuff. And then you know I, when it comes to the stuff that is not as mission critical, I keep putting it off because you know it's kind of like a doctor. I, I don't think doctors come home and then operate on themselves. You know they're probably tired of of it. Some do. I think that would be a little socially awkward and might risk their medical license. Oh, yeah. They just get home, sip a cup of coffee. So I'm sure. What are you going to do tonight, honey? Well, I was thinking about doing my own appendectomy. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the every time I go under, I just can't seem to wake up to do it. I don't know. Yeah, that would probably be tough. But, you know, 
doctors see other doctors, you know. It's just like I, I'm sure there are car mechanics that they work on cars all day long, and when they have problems with their own car, they probably go to a, a friend because they're tired of, you know, doing it, you know. Oh, yeah, they got that inner circle. I, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, every car mechanic that I've ever seen has got the crappiest car on the block. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm t- unless the, and, and it does work out that way. They had the crappiest car on the block. Plus, there's a muscle car in their garage as they're they've been building for the last thirty years. The, oh yeah, the quintessential project car. Yes, yes. That they. Well, I'll get to it. I'll finish it up. Yeah, yeah. no, you ain't. I've had that charger <laughs> for fifteen years, and I mean, there's a little rust, but I'll just I'll buff that buffs out. We're good. Ah oh, man, but folks, since we're since we lost like you know a half hour right off the top, well not a full half hour, but close enough. Let's uh let's look at our star map, where we will plot the journey ahead through space, time, and the human condition. So, in the first half of the show, we're gonna go we're gonna do the before we go deeper segment where we're gonna touch upon some news for the network and um, little tidbits, little nuggets here and there. Uh, maybe some sponsor plugs. Then we'll have a tea time topic where we're going to talk about our summer summer anime fun or anime if you want to be uh, technical about it. Uh, and then the second half we'll do our gaming verse segment. Talk about video games. Video games are great. Video games. <laughs> then we'll have our shout outs and outro. Good thing this is meant to be a shorter show today, so hopefully we should be able to fit all of that in. So before we go deeper, I want to say. Uh, Super stoked uh, about our milestone month uh, la- last month, July 2015, as a frame of reference. Uh, tons of downloads uh, on, on, on across all our shows, but mainly uh, on Time When We Tea Time. Uh, and mainly thanks to our, our cross-promotion efforts and collaboration with AM Audio Media, the uh, Tangent Bound Network, <clears throat> Geek Watch 1, Musings of a Geek, Who Wars, and tons more uh, wonderful folks. You know who you are. Uh, you can actually find a, a list of all the people that have been involved with the Doctor Who Dark Journey uh, promotional event over at amautomedia.com. And, of course, you know, our friends over at allgames.com that are always promoting us and, uh, you know, making sure that they plug us on their shows. Uh, it's really it's, it's an opportunity that a lot of podcasters miss, you know. To me, that's kind of one of the benefits of podcasting is that that tightly knit, that, that tightly knit community, the, the warmth of the, the medium... And having people collaborate like that because podcasters usually listen to podcasts, so I acknowledge them, you know. And then, you, you know, people will reciprocate, uh, you know, nine times out of ten. Now, usually at this point we have a TWTT word of the day, but we're not doing that today. Uh, so stay tuned next week. We'll maybe have a couple of them. But uh, sponsors, we also want to thank you because, you know, without you, we want to be able to devote the time it takes to put out each episode of our shows and grow our communities, you know, um, you know, behind every podcast episode is easily three hours of work, and that's, that's underestimating, I I would say for me, I I put, you know, six hours of work behind each podcast, you know, including the pre-show and actual recording and everything around that, but that doesn't even include community outreach and research, promotional efforts, guest follow-ups, there's a lot of stuff you do post and uh, pre-production too, so... You know, I would like to urge you all, or or kindly nudge you to check out uh, the the following folks, the uh, the folks that I like to call heroes, the folks that make it possible for passionate geeks like you and I to do what we truly believe in and love. 
and, and make a modest living doing so. And I, and I emphasize modest. <laughs> uh, first one is Jinx. He, he's lying to you guys. We're broke. <laughs> yeah. Modest is a nice way of saying, you know, we're, we're, we're broke, but you know, the bills are getting paid for the most part. <laughs> you know, remember that remember that cheap bees section that we have on Horseplay Live? Yeah, that's because we're broke. <laughs> yeah, and we understand the feels, folks. But uh, Jinx, so Jinx, if you go over to geekyantics.net forward slash Jinx, you can order yourself geeky apparel and, 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 and other swag. Well, it's not really swag because it's not free stuff, but I like the word swag, so I'm going to say that anyway because swag is stuff we all get. Swag will now stand for super wicked awesome gear. Hey, I like that. Let's, let's do that. <laughs> but hey, did, did you see this, guys? They have Heroes of the Storm stuff now. I know. Oh, dude, James I, has got tons of stuff I love, I, dude. Yeah. I, I cannot confirm or deny that I have already visited that site uh, through the gang. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, the only thing I was disappointed is, about is that they don't have any hots, any heroes uh, hoodies. I love the hoodies. That's my thing, and I need some new hoodies. Especially when the cooler weather comes around, I rock the hoodies. But t-shirts, you can't go wrong. But uh, you know, I, I actually, I actually know one of the founders when they were first starting out the site, uh, and they've been around since oof, 2001. I was like, they've been around for a good long while. I remember yeah. like all sorts of stuff. Like I remember going to the site and seeing all these cool shirts and ideas, right? And then later I'd be watching TV shows, and I'm like, I know they got that shirt. They got that shirt off Jinx. They had to because they're the only ones who sell it. Yep. I mean, for uh, a while, they were the only ones selling the geek, geeky and gamer apparel. Yeah. So, and actually, they've been around since 99. That's when they first started out. So, yeah. Like I said, forever. Back in the old days, yo, 64K dial-up. Oh, man. You know... Towards the end of the dial-up relevancy, let's say, let's call it. I, I was rocking the dual shotgun V90 56K modems. Oh, man. Back in my day, we had tin cans. <laughs> With string. Woohoo! No, hey, no, string was the upgrade. <laughs> that was the DLC. <laughs> that cost you an extra straw penny. Oh man, and that's when Comcast started, and they ch- and they, they charged you for uh, every time you you used the string. <laughs> I know it got really expensive. I tell you what, <laughs> don't don't tug on those cans hard, because if you break the string, you gotta buy a new string. Mm-hmm. But uh, another sponsor we're really excited about we're plugging left and right, Shiny Prince. Uh, if you go to geekyhats.net for slash Shiny Prince. You'll find uh, it actually rotates every time you load the page. Every so often, it'll change out and it'll show you different things that they offer. Uh, they have a collage service. They do uh, special services for wedding uh, frames and uh, wedding photos, and uh, they got tons of stuff. So go over at geekyhunter.net for the shiny prints and support them. And, and, oh, and then of course the main product, metal prints, which are pretty darn awesome. Yeah, they are. Now. Uh, I think I have everything covered on my side. Ula, why don't you tell them how they can connect with us when our show is, uh, how they can interact and all that good stuff. Well, let's see. Uh, of course, for those of you who were here pre-technical issues, you guys would also know that we are usually live on allgames.com. And 
for those of you after we fix the issues, know we're on twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics every Saturday <laughs> at noon Eastern time, 5 p.m. in London, 4 p.m. in Madrid, and I would name other time zones, but I'm not quite smart enough for it. Uh, if you missed the live show, you can tune in on YouTube on Saturday evenings. Uh, make sure to check that out at youtube.com forward slash geeky antics. Pretty much everything I'm going to say almost has forward slash geeky antics, so then geekyantics.net. Uh, yep. Let's see, we've got Twitter, where we're, we're trying to trying to monopolize the hashtag TWTT, so anytime you guys got to get a hold of us, or we want to get a hold of you, or we want to just let you know about the show, that's the place to be. Make sure you check that out. Um, now, just a heads up that some of the other podcasts and shows that are with Geeky Antics uh, aren't necessarily age-appropriate. Amen. And to, to steal Yogi's infamous one-liner that he uses <laughs> each week, I dare say they may not be your cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and by the, by the way, uh, I, I want to... Handpick some some podcast that, that I'm I, I'm I'm a big fan of. I might be a little biased, but I definitely recommend you check out the Gaming Death podcast. One of the very first pod, actually the very first podcast that joined our network beyond besides our uh, our internal stuff that we launched. Uh, so Gaming Death podcast, the worst radio show. One of our latest uh, family members. Shout the out Sunday. To <laughs> What's Ooh. that? Shout out to who? To Rob. Oh, Robbie Robbie Hondro. Oh man. At the Sunday Dose and uh, Horseplay Live. You know, the Sunday Dose is one that you need to uh, you need to be over eighteen, or you're going to get your feelings hurt. <laughs> yeah, it gets, gets a little wild, especially it's now that it's in a prime time slot. I still can't believe that show used to be in the morning. I yeah, well, it's changed a lot. <laughs> well, you got to think about when we started out. What did we start out as? I was like, oh, I want to do an EU podcast. I want to do it for. Well, then nobody showed up. Like I, I went through. How many co-hosts? Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, dude, just go to 9 p.m. Done. So, so we were good. So having fun doing it. Yeah, and, and it's tough, too, because there's a lot of great shows on all games. Uh, you know, 7 p.m. they have uh, R9 cast, and at 9 p.m. they have uh, Knuckleballer Radio. But it's tough to pick a slot that doesn't conflict with other shows that we love. So you have, you have options. <laughs> well, that's why, that's why we're syndicated, though. I mean, you don't have to be with us live. We're we're always welcome to you know any any of our podcasts on Geeky Antics. That's why we do that. So you don't have. I mean, if you you know, because really, no offense to anybody or Geeky Antics, I would rather watch Knuckleballer Radio on Sunday nights. Well, I already got my own podcast, so you know, I download that. I download those podcasts, so we can still listen to them anytime. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna say uh, oolong. I was gonna say there's an interesting fact that you may not be aware of. Technically, this is almost like a precursor to this is the G-rated version of the Sunday Dose coming up, isn't it? Because the next Sunday Dose is the Timey Wimey Tea Time Sunday Dose crossover. This one we're talking about anime, but at the Sunday Dose we're going to be talking about uh, TV shows and series that we enjoy catching up on. We we we're either catching up on, half caught up on, or suggest other people. Right? What 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 day is that going to be on? That's my, tomorrow, man. On the Sunday dose? So we're, we're finally in. like a Wednesday. Sounds like a Wednesday in the title, right? Sunday oh, God. <laughs> well, it's bi-weekly, just like us. And we're, we're finally in sync now. We're on the same weekend. Yes. 
So that that might, that actually will work out a little better, I think. I, I'm I'm gonna make a confession, and Fatal knows why I do this, but I'm trying to get it on the week set. There's not a pay per view, because oh god, <laughs> because I'm sorry, because we get on, we'll get on TeamSpeak and we'll sit there and go, hey Fatal, what do you think about this match? And he'll sit there and go, well, for first he's gonna they're gonna lock up and then they're gonna hip toss and then <laughs> right right off they lock up he hip tosses like okay that's cool let's try again hip tosses are fun. What are they going to do next? Well, okay, give me a second. Uh, he's going to throw him over the ropes. He's going to jump back in, and he's going to stomp on his face. I was <laughs> like, okay. He threw him over the ropes. He jumped back in. He stomped on his face. I'm like, dude, did you write this? Well, I just know what's going to happen. So Then you realize it's a repeat, and, you're, and he already saw it last week. Well, no, it's a live, <laughs> it's a live, it's a live pay-per-view on, on the WWE Network that you can get for only nine ninety nine. Um, $9.99. $9.99 is, is, is tempting. I, I, I got to plug that, you know, because they do that. Especially with the up. upcoming four-hour SummerSlam. Yeah, for only $9.99. We need to get uh, them to be a sponsor for, for us. Yeah, definitely. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that's what we, you know, sometimes we do that. And I don't want to, you know, I really, I, I like those Sundays where I get to sit down with, you know, one or two people and, 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 and watch the pay-per-view together and just like laugh about what's going on or be like, oh my God, look at that costume. She's hot. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Um, and then when I, so when I have to do a Sunday dose, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I kind of missing the pay-per-view now. So then we have to. <laughs> Then we have to start watching it at like midnight because you know we got to play CS:GO at some point. Of course, yeah, yeah. They usually have the second run the same day, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually mm-hmm. right after the first run, they'll they'll run it a second time so mm-hmm. you can make sure to catch it. Yeah, I think that's pretty. I, I always thought that was pretty cool. But with the network, though, like you can start from the beginning, no matter where it's at. Mm-hmm. Like you can start it where you want to and just say, "All right, say it'll go to twenty one oh six, and he'll bring it right to twenty one oh six, and we'll start from there." You know, it's pretty cool. Mm, I don't want to open up the can of worms, but it seems like everybody's getting into back into wrestling, and I know people are all games that com. I've never gotten out of it. Sorry, yeah, ne- never. Don't call yeah, it a yeah. comeback. I've been Dude. here since the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> I've been here. I've been here since Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant WrestleMania two. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> This is this is this is mine and Fatal's geek moments. Basically, is wrestling. We just geek out about wrestling. We know it's 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 the it's scripted. It's it's all this it, other it stuff. It is predetermined, but far but from it fake. it is it is actually it's not fake. And I'll show you some stuff. I you know if we ever uh, you know maybe on the Sunday dose sometime. But there's some stuff that it's actually it's definitely real. I was watching doc- documentaries all last night. Oh, they definitely get real injury. That's for sure. Well, uh, yeah, there was an amazing quote from Mick Foley, and it said, "Nothing against the UFC guys, but in your sport, when you get knocked out, does does your fight keep going? Because mine does." Yeah, and and there's been instances where it's happened, you know, but they persevered. I, all the respect in the world to those guys, you know. Yeah. Plus, it's different when you're in the mindset, get ready to take a hit, and then. When you're, and then the other mindset is you're pretending to get hit, and then you, someone slips and actually hits you, and you're not quite as ready for it, you know? A- absolutely. And I'm just going to say this we were talking about podcasts, uh, and since we've gone into the realm of wrestling, there's a couple of podcasts from there I listen to. Uh, 
one of which was Steve Austin's. And the reason I thought of his is uh, Austin at one point wrestled with a broken neck for 20 minutes. Oh, after, Lord. After it got broken in the ring, wrestled for <sighs> 20 minutes and finished the match. It's impressive. You get to see Undertaker, right? Uh, no, it was Owen Hart. Oh, Owen yeah, Hart. Owen Hart when he botched bad, it. Bad pile driver spiked his neck. And <sighs> 20 minutes kept wrestling. Put on right. a great match. Uh, the other podcast is Jericho. Jericho does a podcast that is amazing. Amazing. I'm just saying, like, if you guys ever want to hear some really cool kind of behind-the-scenes interesting stuff, Jericho does a phenomenal podcast. I'm at, I'm I'm at check it out. Stephanie McMahon, though. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, I was watching him when he did uh, a few of the others. I remember he did a podcast with CM Punk after he was released, and th- there's some really good ones, so yeah, give it a shot. You know, uh, in um, Japanese martial arts, there's a uh, a term called uh, uke ukemi. I believe is how you pronounce it. If you're an uke, it's a sparring partner, and uh, and uh, the whole thing about ukemi is uh, being able. I think they also call it breakfall. The whole idea is knowing how to take a hit and go with a, a technique, so you don't you don't take damage from it or you take minimal damage from it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and again, like, like you know, we mentioned it in wrestling. You're not quite ready for that because you're not really fighting for real. You know, you're you're pulling punches. You're making things look like they they hit hard, but if you know miscalculate, it's gonna hurt because the person's not ready for it. <laughs> yeah, like Cena's nose. Cena's nose got broken. Uh, think two two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, to uh, uh, a bad yeah. knee shot from Seth Rollins. Oof. Yeah, it was it was brutal. Like you could see it. It, it was. Ooh, it, it, he looks like Rocky for a minute. Adrian! I'll take the blame for this derail, though, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. You know, yeah, we'll move on. We might have to have a little wrestling chat this time. But, you know, this is, suffice to say that just because, you know, that people are known to keep razors and cut themselves up to make it look more brutal than it really is, doesn't mean they're not really getting hurt to begin with, because, yeah, it's a serious sport. It's athleticism involved and you know people just think because they have silly plot lines it's like oh I know what's going to happen this guy's going to turn into a bad guy and then blah 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 <laughs> they're going to fight over the girl <laughs> doesn't make it any less entertaining exactly it's it's soap operas for, for, for men or people that like a visceral experience right no mm-hmm. yeah oh no absolutely I mean I God, gotta agree with that. It's something I've kind of stuck with for a good while. I've always temp- been tempted to get back into. It. Every time I uh, hear people talk about it, it rekindles my interest. But I'm like, uh, I don't know if I can put any more stuff in my plate. <laughs> but hey, uh, how, what are some other ways people can get involved with us and uh, connect with us? Oh, let's see. Covered Twitter. I covered YouTube's. I mean, I covered all games. I know there's a few other places we've got. I think you covered a you yeah you did cover the YouTube, but did you mention the voicemail line and our email address? Oh, you know, come to think of it, I did not. But the, we we don't we always have that, of course. You know, you can leave us a voicemail, <clears throat> and you know we, we like hearing voicemails, so I encourage you to leave a voicemail. So if you do want to leave a voicemail, have I said voicemail enough? 
I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, then voicemail, voicemail, <laughs> voicemail, voicemail. But um, but um, but um, but um, voicemail. But um, but um, And this includes with any Banana. topics we cover, such as uh, the anime today. If, if 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 we forget one of your favorite animes or don't mention it, I'm looking at all you Attack on Titan fans. Feel free to call <laughs> us and leave a voicemail about it. Uh, the number is two zero six four one five. Four nine eight seven. If you're inside the U.S. now, if you're outside of the U.S., you have to add that zero one one international calling code to the two zero six four one five four nine eight seven. Or if you don't feel like using a phone, and maybe phones are outdated because you're in this super technological world, <laughs> maybe you want to email us. And if you do, just go ahead and send us a short MP3. We still want to hear it in your voice. You can do that. TWTT at geekyantics.net. We ask that you try to keep it about a minute tops. Ideally, we'd like about 30 seconds. But either way, if you've got a lot to say, we're more than happy to hear it. So just go ahead and leave those voicemails. Nice. And, uh, you know, we, we had started this thing before uh, my issues with Comcast escalated. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Uh <laughs> We started uh, n- doing Nintendo Day-themed uh, Retro Friday uh, streams, and uh, I'm gonna, when I come back with that, um, I'm going to be doing the, continuing the NES Alphabet Soup, playing the games from A to Z. Uh, it's, I'm not going to play all of them, obviously, but I'm going to so- hand-pick some ones that I find interesting or that I, I loved or whatever. Um, so, you know. play streamers. Which one? Streamers. Oh, old NES, it was a, a fan-made mod for speedrunners, but oh. it, it's really good, and I think everybody needs to see you play that, if nothing else, for the pure funny frustration. See, I don't know if I'm going to do any ROM hacks or, like, uh, fan-made oh, thing. Oh, All right, all right, if you're not doing ROM... Because if I do... Hashtag Daydream and Davey. Right, that's a good. That that's a good one. The D's, hashtag daydreaming. No, because the thing is, no, I love that idea, but I thought I wrestle with it because if I do that, I gotta do things like uh, Mega Man X Street Fighter, right? Which is an amazingly good game. It is amazingly good, but gosh, I'll never get through it. <laughs> I'm still stuck on A's, <laughs> and I, and and like and right now, I'm up to Astyanax, I believe. And uh, Alien Syndrome, and both of those games, I actually want to sit down and play a significant amount before I move on. So, I'm going to be stuck in the A's, and then, I don't know, I'm going to try to go breeze through B, C, and D, but then I think about it, I'm like, no, I, B, I like Battletoads. turn into a one-year project. You know, I said it's going to be through August. Now nah, it might be through September because of the, the, the time we missed. It might end up being you know, a one-year thing. So, if you guys are interested in being a part of this, you know, we'll support you, we'll promote you if, you if you'll join us in the Nintendo Day Alphabet Soup effort, you know. I think it's more fun than the Cron Gaming. Cron Gaming is, I think, is a lot more regimented, you know. This is a little more leeway, you know. Go from A to Z and pick your favorite games thereof. But I do love the concept of Cron Gaming, though. Playing them in chronological order by release date, that's, that's really neat. But, uh, yeah, so we just want to do something different. So, hashtag Retro Friday. Check us out and keep an eye out for our videos and updates. And everybody's welcome to join the effort. It'll be, it'll, we'll start a movement, right? <laughs> Nintendo for days, then months, then years. I know. Oof. Good thing I'm only doing NES. Because if I do Super Nintendo, oof. Uh, 
But anyway, oh, another another call to action besides you know tweeting us with your requests and or leave us voicemail with your uh, retro gaming memories, any Nintendo memories. Um, I would like everybody to send us some Nintendo themed collages or uh, fan art. And if you ha- make a collage, you actually go to shinyprince.com for says collage and make a collage right there. And soon, uh, fu- photofunmaker.com is going to be the new site for their collage app. So you can use that and make your own collage. You don't have to have many uh, graphical skills. Just put together things that you love, characters you love, uh, screenshots you love, whatever. Make a collage out of it. A lot of that 8-bit pixel art all combined together make it look amazing. Oh, yeah. And the 8-bit stuff tends to like jive very well with each other. So. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, send us send that to uh, mail at geekyants.net or our usual TLTT at geekyants.net. Uh, Obi, you, you have anything you want to plug before we move on? <laughs> Any projects you're working on? Or? Um, Any updates? What has, what has Obi been up to in the world of streaming and, and content creation? I don't know if I want to say yet. Well, this is, not, this is not the outro plug. So this is just like something you want to just share real quick on an announcement or whatever. Um, I had something, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it'll come back to you later, I'm sure. But uh, I'll, maybe this will jog your memory. Little little geeky antics behind the scenes. We uh. Oh, I do. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, August. Now this is hasn't. It's not definite, but August 29th or September 5th. I will be hosting a 48-hour stream right on Geeky Antics here. Taking the break in between to do Timey Wimey Tea Time, all the podcasts that we do the whole weekend. So if you guys want to come out, hang out with me, um, we're going to try to get Morgana. We're going to try to get, you know, Fatal Blades, BFT. We're going to try to get the gang to, to help out and do this big 48-hour. We try to do, I try to do one every summer, and um, I got, like we did one last summer. And I had lots of fun. We almost hit 72 hours on that stream. Yes, we did. So we're actually going to try to do it again and go as long as we possibly can. I'll probably shut the stream down after we do the Sunday Dose. How's that? We'll go from... That's 72 hours, man. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) As long as as I got other streamers that want to help and want to pitch in, um, we'll we'll go the whole weekend. So So maybe that night I'll do a, a, a long... Retro Friday, make sure there's uh, plenty of alcohol. And well, I wish- what what I want to do yeah. is is I'm going to be doing a red eye on Saturday night, which is I'm going to be getting drunk as. <laughs> excuse me for that. I apologize. I'm going to be getting drunk as stuff. Um, <laughs> um, and and then we're just going to have some fun. And then you know if Yogi does it on Friday or something, we'll actually go and play with him. And then. We have this, you know, the podcast and everything. We're just going to be here all weekend. It, it, it basically, if people can do about eight-hour shifts, um, they would be good to where, you know, if I need to go lay down for eight hours, I could. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have some fun. Word. Do I, did I miss something? Because you were, like, going to give me a hint. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, um, you know, some of the stuff we're working on behind the scenes... Um, is uh, we're doing new bumpers, uh, original theme music, and we're start doing minis. So the minis are going to be, we're going to extract some of our best conversations, quotes, segments, highlights, you know, and, and make little mini mini sods. I got I got people doing that for me right now. Yeah, and, and that, these are going to go up on SoundCloud and on the website. 
yeah, if we if we if you have some video stuff, we could do it on YouTube too. So that'd be cool. But uh, we definitely encourage uh, not just people that have shows on Geeky Antics, but also people that have shows on All Games or some of our other networks that we enjoy, like Retro Junkies, uh, uh, Music of a Geek, everybody involved with AM Audio Media. You know, all you fine folks, if you want to make bumpers, you know, and say, hey, hi, we're blah 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 from blah 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 show, and you're listening to our fa- our our third, our tenth favorite show, I don't know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You can do a little skit, have fun with it. Uh, yeah, we'll play, we'll play those bumpers, uh, and it's a nice way we can just endorse each other. You don't have to endorse the network as a whole. You can, you know, it won't hurt any, it won't hurt anybody's feelings if you just endorse a specific show you actually listen to. That's that's fine. But uh, yeah, bumpers we definitely like to have those. So you know, we can segment the shows, have a little intermission kind of thing, and keep things fresh and and, and cross promote more effectively. You know, plug more efficiently. Um. And the minis thing is just something that I want to do to repurpose our content. We got tons of content, but I know pe- attention spans are not what they used to be anymore. And I, I blame vines and short uh, video clips on YouTube and stuff like that. You know, animated gifs, and now they have a new format. I forget what it's called, but it's replacing gifs or gifs. I still call them gifs because it's a graphic, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, such a span on what it used to be. So, you know, make mini, mini stuff. Uh, we'll have sh- some shorter shows. We'll have clips of shows, you know, 5 to 15 minutes tops. And try to hit that sweet spot so more people could, uh, could catch things they may have missed. Like our drunken karaoke from Horseplay Live. People love that oh, thing. But a lot of people God. missed that segment. So that's going to be I'm a mini. I'm so glad they missed that segment. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, that's probably going to go up on on uh, the Geek Antics SoundCloud. Uh and uh, on my website and all that stuff. So there'll be a new feed coming up. It's going to have a lot of fun stuff in there. Um, and yeah, we also are launching new shows. Uh, we were talking about before about the Daily Talk Show, which we're not tentatively calling Geeky Antics Flash Drive. And again, as, again, that trying to hit that sweet spot, getting you know, sh- short shows out for people that have, you know, busy schedules or quote-unquote don't have time. No, you just don't have it. It's, very good attention span. I get it. Or, or ADD. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, like people say, oh, no, I tuned out after the first five minutes. It's like, yeah, my guess is you're bored very easily. You're the person that stays home and you're like, if it's a dude, gosh. <laughs> you know? See, I've got ADOS. That's attention deficit. Ooh, shiny. Derek H in the chat said, I'll do a text bumper. You're listening to TWTT. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Yeah, um, I do remember one thing that I was gonna, I was gonna do it tomorrow, but I can do it here. What's that? Um, um I am actually getting uh, stuff going with with other people of the gang, and uh, we're doing like kind of like what you said, but I'm gonna be doing all my voices and like little skits with people. So um, it's gonna be some funny times. Where we're gonna have fun doing it. So. Uh, those are going to be coming out. Those are going to be going on Geeky Antics on YouTube. Um, don't look on Obi-Wan X2. It's not going to be there. Uh, uh, but uh, you guys looking forward to the And then you'll be able to get all my voices and what I can actually do, too. So uh, it's going to be fun. I got Yogi slotted for one. He doesn't know it yet. Uh, Fatal Blades is slotted for one. Um, so hopefully uh, they go off without a hitch, which they probably won't because of our technical difficulty luck. But... <laughs> 
Well, I was talking to our, you know, our friends in AM Audio Media. I keep mentioning them, but they kind of inspired us with the radio drama stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't know if we commit to a full-on radio drama, but do little skits. That'd definitely be a good place to start. Do a little voice acting and just come up with stories. I'd love to write some, some skits. and Yeah, that'd be fun. We you could put more skills. I'll voice it. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious, man. Morgana, Morgana Freya, she also uh, does write. We have a lot of writers on, on, on our network, so. Because I've done a skit before, remember? Grandpa, yeah. little girl. Yeah. I've done God. a skit before. You guys have missed. You, I think we've done it on the horse plate because we were, I mean, it was probably the drunk episode, but, uh, <laughs> um, which we need to have one of those again. Um, I know. <laughs> But it's something like, you know, uh, where I, I spent like five, I think Fatal was there listening to, it was like five or six minutes of just arguing back and forth with myself. And people were like, what is he doing? And it, but it was just funny. So, uh, so yeah, I, actually, uh, for everybody that's, you know, a fan of our shows, if there's like certain episodes you listen to and certain parts you like, you know, write, jot down those timestamps and then email it to us so we can like start clipping those things, extracting the audio, making video clips, little sizzle reels, highlight reels, you know. No promo reels, whatever you want to call them. It's all the same thing, really. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, and then also, another thing, we, we, you know, we've been teasing you for a long time, and it's been pre-production, is the Game Mechanics 101 show. Uh, it's not going to be called that when we finally release it, but uh, that's, the, that's the project name. It's gonna, we're talking about game mechanics, game design, gamification, um, the psychology of gaming, marketing of gaming, all kinds of stuff like that. Like the real nuts and bolts that no one really talks about. Um, that's going to be coming up soon. Um, if, if, if you listen to Game Gaming History 101, we'll probably be closest to that kind of format. Um, I would say check out, um, I think it's called a Game Theory Podcast. I like the subject matter they cover on that show, but those guys are very elitist and kind of, I hate to say, kind of douchey. You know, like they come from, like they're, they're both uh, professors in, in the college, so they kind of come with it with a sort of a- arrogance and elitism. And I also, you know, I'm just going to say I, I don't appreciate how they're constantly taking the jab at, at people that have uh, faith, you know, or, or religious in any way. You know, like, yeah, okay, if you're an atheist, you're agnostic, no problem. I'm not going to force my beliefs on you, but don't, like, poke fun at people that believe in that stuff every, every opportunity you get. It really detracts, like, from what would otherwise be one of the most unique and exciting shows that they have out there. So we want to make something that's clo- similar to what they, they have, but more accessible tone uh, and, and just a more friendly uh, and welcoming environment. And I'm really excited about that. And uh, ultimately, well, we, you know, we're going to be rebuilding our podcast feeds. We're going to expand our audio content. And eventually, we'll have kind of like a 24-7 radio station. So kind of like All Games has, but uh, with like a wider scope of, of, of shows. So stay tuned. And, of course, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel because All Games has some really awesome stuff, so make sure you check them out, allgames.com. But, guys, I'm sorry. I rambled on. You still alive over there? I was going to say some stuff, but you were talking so long that I didn't want to add to that. <laughs> Except perfectly. We're not trying to copy anybody by any means. We're just, why, why fix something that's not broken? Yeah. I, th- I, I, I feel there's a lot of things that, you know, that we we looked around and no one is doing it, no one has done it yet. So we're trying to do those things, fill in those gaps. So and, you know, imitation is also flattery too. So there's going to be some kind of similarities. That's inevitable. And I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if we have a radio station at some point, I will be live on there at some point doing a show every day. You guarantee that. And we've already flirted with that aspect of. <laughs> 
Heck yeah, yeah. There's yeah. gonna be the Obi the Obi show is gonna be there. I promise you. I'm he might slot me at like two o'clock in the morning because of my content, but still, the Obi show is gonna be there. Yeah, and see, one of the things that will be is like, uh, you know, we'll have let's say we brand the minis as uh, gang bite bite size. You know, you do a little voice a little voice bit like gang bite size. You know, whatever you end up doing, right, and then. We do the little minis, and that we, uh, the feed will be like reruns of past episode minis, and then like maybe some sponsor plugs, all part of like a uh, like a playlist that you know runs twenty four seven. And then we'll also we can also have it so that if people needed a, a live streaming option, they could jump in and cut cut off the feed and and, and stream live. Well, it would be wouldn't it be like so you just set it up to where when Geeky Antics goes live, that's when the feed cuts off or something, and then when it shuts down, the feed picks back up. Yeah, and, and and all games that Con does that it's really brilliant. They have when they don't have a live show, they have like uh, old show reruns, uh, old podcast reruns playing, and then they have like uh, video game kind of music and stuff. It's really cool, and they have some K-pop in there and whatnot. <laughs> so, guys, it's time. You know, speaking of, of, of K-pop and J-pop and all that fun stuff, it's it's, it's time for our tea time topic. Anime, anime, summer fun, folks. You know. TV usually stinks, and the summer is even worse as far as I'm concerned. Amen, brother. Now, there are a few choice shows. Like at the OBI, I know I was talking about Falling Skies, but I'm a big fan of. Uh, Chip Stella from the B-Team Podcast is talking about The Last Ship. Um, I'm a big fan of The Whispers, but that's on hiatus now. So, you know. Mr. Robot. I haven't seen that yet, and I've heard good things. What? I know. Oh, man. All right, so I'm gonna put. I'm gonna write this down in my personal notes. Oolong says, "Mr. Robot, yes. G- GD, and we know what GD means." Yes. Okay. I've, I, yeah, I've seen so much buzz about it, and I'm like, I really need to get on that. It's amazing, dude. Um, but you know, anime is usually a safe bet, so that's what I. That's been my poison. I, I, I always go back to the anime. Now, I, I want to say a few things before we get into this. Because, you know, we do try to keep this family friendly. And there's a common misconception that anime is all about hentai. hentai. You know? Hentai is a very... Uh, it's a rather large portion of it, but it's not all of it. It's not even half of it. You know, the hentai basically translates to uh, pervert in Japanese, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, it exists. like in, in, in any other medium, every other medium has their perversions and their... You know, adult stuff. So, anime is no difference. Now, another thing people debate about. Well, oh, the proper pronunciation is anime, not anime. But does it really matter? Not really. Because, I mean, it's, it's an Americanization. Uh, anyway, it's a Romanization, right? So, technically, if you're saying it in English, you say anime. It's uh, Both are appropriate. Just want to get that out of the way. <laughs> so, Resurrection F. The Dragon Ball Z, the latest Dragon Ball Z movie. None of us have seen it yet, right? No. Now, BFT's not in the chat right now, but he said it was actually really good. And I thought this was one of those, like, clip show, remastered kind of things where they're kind of regurgitating an old story in HD. Mm. But it's actually an all-new story, and, and I hear it's really good. And Frieza returns. Are you curious yet? No? I mean, oh. Frieza seems to always return. It's like... Goku buys a Snickers bar, but that's true. back. That's true, but that's part of the fun. Like it's like one of the, the that's one of the tropes I don't mind. Right? 
it's That's not familiar. even my final form. Oh boy. Here yeah. And hold my ice cream. And I think this is him returning after the the Majin Buu saga. Mm-hmm. That one, that last epic battle they have with Majin Buu, I believe. My lore with Dragon Ball Z is so rusty right now. So, like, post-Majin Buu pre-Cell games? Yeah, that, that's what it seems to be in the chronology of it all. Okay. So, there could be some interesting stuff there. Personally, what I would like to see is a Dragon Ball Z GT that isn't poop. <laughs> Yeah, well, good luck. Um, it, it's because of the the difference. You know, GT wasn't made by the same individual who did Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. So, I mean, if he could take it upon himself to do a GT style, it'd be good. But I don't think they could coincide it. Yeah, I mean, I, I like some of the stuff they're trying to go for with GT. Like the, the next generation of heroes. Yeah. You know, and of course, Goku never dies. <laughs> Well, of course. He always comes back. He, him and Frieza, man. If they have anything in common, that's the one. Yeah, but there's just some things about it that, didn't, that didn't sit right with me. But, like, Trunks is supposed to be the toughest person now. It's the toughest Saiyan, but he uses a sword. And I'm like, hmm, okay, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so some, some of the stuff I've been watching this summer and re-watching... First of all, I, let's see, where, where do I even start? Let's start off with Beezabub. Did I talk at to you about this? <laughs> at the beginning. At the beginning, there was an anime. Did I, I, I talk to you guys about Beezabub. Did you check this out yet, Oolong? Uh, I really, I haven't gotten into it yet, but in fairness, I've been going through my own kind of anime uh, revisits and stuff, and I don't know. I wasn't huge on Shin-Chan. Like... For those that know what Shin-Chan was, and I know it's got kind of a relevant style. It does. I just, I don't know if I could do it. I, I, I'm I'm debating it. Like, I keep skipping by it, and I've got it on my list of things to watch. But then I'm like, ooh, well, I mean, i got to finish this, and I haven't seen this yet. But I, I am eventually going to get to it. At least give it the what I call the three-episode trial period. Well, it only had, like, uh, two or three seasons, 50 episodes worth of, of uh, this. That's, you know, relatively speaking, that's actually a really short run. Because some seasons have, like, you know, tons of episodes, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and it does have... It is similar to Shin-Chan in the kind of gag aspect and the silliness of it. And, yes, it has a silly kind of baby creature in there. But, uh... That's about where it stops because there actually is some plot. It, it's like, it's like I would say, plot's a very small part of it, but it's like half action and half gag, you know. And it also, it, what I like about it, it's very refreshing because it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it does have good characterization. It does revisit like there's no. I, I, I didn't get the feeling like they were introducing characters just to keep a, a plot moving along, and then you never revisit them. Like they keep bringing back characters and re and integrating everything pretty nicely. And it's even though it's more episodic than having long story arcs, it's it it does have some underlying themes. So it, it's a good combination. Everything that I just found it to be very refreshing, very endearing, and like a really good pal- uh, palate cleanser. You know, like don't expect a deep, rich universe, a storyline. 
but if you could just enjoy a fun rap, you'll love it. I I I I, I think I will end up rewatching it. That's how much I enjoyed it. Hmm. Did you ever get into like School Rumble? I mean, that's probably not a good comparison. Yes, actually. Did you like that? I did. I thought I thought that was pretty good. So imagine School Rumble with um with uh, demons and supernatural kind of things in- involved. So kind of like uh, School Rumble meets Rosario plus Vampire. Yeah, that could be cool. I'd yeah, to, yeah, I might have to give it a shot now. Dang it! All right, so that's <laughs> going on the list, and I will have watched it by next show. Yeah, you got two weeks before our next show, so then you can check back and we can talk about it a little further. Obi, I know you. I know you checked it out. I know I, I uh, gave you the. At first, I gave you the wrong spelling, and then I finally gave you the right spelling. So, did you finally get a chance to check it out? I did. I'm starting it. Did you like it so far? So far, yes. Yeah, it's 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 funny, isn't it? It's, it's I'm, I'm I'm only through the first couple episodes though, so I mean I really haven't. Are there any characters that you enjoy more or you relate to? Not really yet. Okay. Is it because there's characters lacking immense beards? <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what? That I don't think there are any. No, there are some beards. Wait, hold on, I gotta think. Nope. <laughs> are there bearded I've seen so far. I'm trying to think there's bearded characters in there. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a few. There's a few. They're like the old school sensei type characters, you know? Oh. The people. The people have surpassed the master. You have stolen the pebble from my hand. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I really enjoy it. And then. Yeah, ah, all right. We'll move on because I I, 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 I really dig that one. That was a pleasant surprise. I had very low expectations for it, and I just fell in love with it. I don't know. It's it's pretty magical. They did a good job with that one, and it's and there's even some feels in there. Hmm. In spite of all the silliness and being all over the place, and moments where you're like, "How did we get here?" <laughs> there's parts where you're like, "Okay, that's kind of tugging at the heartstrings." It's 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 very it's a very balanced uh, anime, um, and there's a manga too. If so, if you really get into it, and then you feel like you want more, the manga has a lot more in there, and it goes lo- longer than the anime does. Um, oof. Now where else do I go? And some other ones I'll recommend really quickly. Fairy Tale, uh, the Fate series is very good. Uh, Fate's a whole other thing to dig into. Did you ever get into Fate, guys? Hmm. Not really. Fate Stay, Fate Zero, any of those? Uh, very little. Like it was kind of touch and go for me with the Fate series. Did you do Fate Zero or Fate Stay? Fate Stay Fate Night. Zero. Now Fate Zero is really dark in my opinion. Uh, it, it does have some comedic elements to kind of lighten it up. Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, like it, it's like it's dark with the comedic elements, and all I see is like. Uh, Remember, uh, I don't even like. I don't watch Naruto, but I know one of my roommates watched it, and I walked in, and there's this scene where dude just like has his head, you know, busted open, and he's just maniacally just. That's how I kind of took Fate Zero. Like, yeah, that's a really, uh, really spooky laugh, but I guess it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It does have like. It's kind of grating. That's the best way I can describe it. Like, there's things that will make you cringe. Um, 
it's it, you have to be able to take gore with a grain of salt and not like lose your crap over it. Um, but yeah, if you don't like the gore and darkness as much, I would say just skip uh, zero, which is the prequel, and just go straight to Fate Stay Night. It's a little more lighthearted, but zero gives a lot more backstory and it helps you appreciate more of the characters and their motivations. So. Alright, I might have to give that a try, but that'll be after, you know, after the other one. Yeah, talk to talk to BFT9000, because there's, uh, he has a recommended watch order, because it has, like, a lot of spinoffs, and then it has, like, alternate reality-type things, and then there's there's, like, three series they have that actually run congruent to each other, but they oh. tell the story from different perspectives. So you may want to look at a different perspective than the one that they usually intend for you. So yeah, it's, it's very interesting stuff they did with that series. And, and, and apparently there's still more stuff coming, so I'm actually kind of excited for that. <laughs> See where they could go with that. Nice. Um, and you mentioned Naruto, and I'm going to be sad. I've been putting off Naruto and getting back into it, because when Shippuden ends, I'm going to be very sad. I know... It, this is I'm a hipster, but this is like one of the few mainstream things that I really love. I just I just fell in love with the characters. Like when and spoiler when Jiraiya died, I was like, no, you the the pervert sage, no, why, you know? See, this is where we differ. Like I I, I enjoy quite a bit of mainstream stuff, but I can't do Naruto. I can't I no. I can't bring myself to it. Like, I've tried many, many times. Like, Bleach, amazing. One Piece, phenomenal. Doubles Part Timer, great. Fairy Tale, awesome. Fairy Tale's great. I yeah. think I'm going to skip this one. Fairy Tale, I, I wholeheartedly recommend too. And it's funny because I find so many similarities between Fairy Tale and Naruto with, like, the huge cast of characters that are all memorable and, and play significant parts in the storytelling. It doesn't feel like any. Now, Naruto does have a few faults, it does have a lot of filler. But Bleach, do you remember the final stretch of Bleach, how much filler that had? Are you talking about the hundred episodes of Doom? Yeah, and like, and like, every other, every like three or five episodes, it'd be all about politics and like the internal struggles in the soul society and, you know, where they're just kind of going into these ego wars and it's like, ah, let's get back to the fighting. That was better. (laughs) Yeah. But and I love Bleach. I love how to, in Bleach in the Bleach universe they kind of incorporate the the Spanish in there, like the little Latin flavor, and like everything has a Spanish name to it, like espadas. Ooh, I'm a, I'm espada number number siete, number siete. Ooh, I'm a, I'm ocho. <laughs> you know, and it was, it was really cool how they did they do and they do a lot of, a lot of anime series. But like the way they did it in Bleach was really cool. Overall, Bleach is awesome. I'll definitely revisit that. But there are a lot of you can skip. I still feel like Naruto's still going strong. I, I don't feel like they're trying to stretch it out indefinitely. Um, and I mean, I don't know. Like that—that's one of the few shows where, when the, they kill off a character, like it—it it does a number on me. I'm like, I need to take—I don't know—take a drink or pray, meditate, something, go for a walk. And it's like, damn, that was heavy. Like for a show that started off so silly and lighthearted and ridiculous, you know, I. I like some stuff happens and I'm like, oof, the betrayals and the twists and, you know, I'm not, I think it has a, a lot of quality in there. But I can see why people may not be into it. Uh, but if you love ninjas and, and, and 
if you could put aside some of the annoying voice acting in there, and some of the tropes, like the fact that Naruto always says Date Bayo, you know, believe that, which is what that's what it translates to in English, which it really doesn't, but Date Bayo, you know, like, what's Date Bayo? He says Date Bayo at the end of everything. <laughs> you know, he's like, Ohio goes I'm a Date Bayo, like, what? <laughs> you know, what? what is this? You know, if you get past those little cringe-worthy parts, it's just. It's one of my favorite anim- anime series of all time, if not my number one. Like even that wouldn't drive me nuts because, like, I watched Prince of Tennis, and you know, at the end of like at least once per episode in Prince of Tennis, he always throws his racket over his shoulder and goes, "You've got a ways to go." <laughs> so what's what's the main hang-up with Naruto then? I uh... like some of the stuff you just mentioned, like fairy tale. Do you like? Did you like Hunter X Hunter? Yeah. And you don't like Naruto? Wow. Yeah, the thing for... I think what it is... Huh. Is that there's three major parts that, that have kind of ruined Naruto for me. Okay. Um, one, it seems like with Naruto, there is a overly rabid fan base. I can see that. that can- there's a fan base that it's like, if you're just trying to get into Naruto and you're like, oh, hey, you know, what is this person like? You know, like, at one point, I remember I saw a uh, a picture of Sasuke, and I was like, so wait, who is this? And they're like, oh, there's like 400 episodes of story I would have to tell you to explain exactly who they're, who this person is and how they've developed. And- okay, so I'll give you a point there, like, that elitism, and that's that's not a Naruto issue, that's a problem with any any creative work that has a really... F- almost fanatical fan base, you know, like and fanatical, not just fans. They have fanatics that are just, right. uh, you know, really hardcore. But an elitism is, you know, people. If you love something, someone's trying to get into it, and they're, try- they're more casual about it. Just give them the the, the skinny. Don't give them that attitude. Like, well, really, we had to start from the beginning. I don't have time for that. Like that. That's yeah. I don't like that. And then it's kind of creepy too. The people that take it to an extreme, and it's like. It, it can turn you off. That, that, that usually turns me off. That, but that's how much I love Naruto. That that does not turn me off. When I go to like a fan event or a, a meetup, you know, the, the few times, the rare times that I do, I still try to enjoy the experience there, and and, and I f- filter out the people that bring that douchebaggery to it. Alright, so what else you got? What what else are your hangups? Alright, um, but I've always been curious about this. Obi's probably like, I'm not gonna get involved in this discussion. Uh, for me, Naruto nope. kind of like. There are certain tropes that it follows almost beyond what, what I can... There, there's certain stuff I can handle, okay? I can handle that the hero will win, you will have some sort of catchphrase, mm-hmm. um, you know, every now and again there'll be that big conflict of, oh no, I didn't win, but now I'm going to work harder and come back and win again. Wait, okay, wait, so hold up, real quick. The, do you have a problem with the the... The trope of an unlikely hero that, through almost just sheer charisma alone, conquers everything. Is that something that bothers you usually? It, it's not. It, that doesn't even bother me. Cause okay. Like I, I, like I said, I watched Prince of Tennis. I watched Shakira Nogo and stuff like that, where the you know the hero just overcomes. But it's like, how do you feel about Luke Skywalker? Yeah. That's not even fair, dude. I mean, I mean. I'm okay with Luke Skywalker, I guess, but there's so many more people I enjoy in the Star Wars universe over Luke Skywalker. 
Yeah, everyone God, else. That is, take that to the bank, Mark Hamill fans. Everyone else kind of carries Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah, Not the center of the universe. All right, Han Solo, awesome. Yep, Chewbacca, like a boss. Luke Skywalker, little whiny. Oh no, lost my hand. Gonna cry about it. Yeah, and Naruto's not quite as bad either. Really? Really? I, I lost my it. hand, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> really? Come on. That's not even fair. Come on, dude. He used a lightsaber. It auto-cauterized. I'm sure it hurt for like a week, but after that, okay. That's not even fair. <laughs> you get the force and you're crying about your hand. You could float st- You could float a cup with your nub and drink out of it. What do you yeah, need for? That's true. That's not even but <laughs> see, Harry Potter is the same way too. Like Harry Potter to me is a bumbling idiot. It's the Harry Potter books are not really about him. It's about everyone else that carries him throughout the stories. I mean, with our Hermione, I, like, I the, hate to say it, and people will get mad, but I've always felt like the Harry Potter books were more about Neville. You know, Neville was supposed to be the one that the prophecy was about. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I always felt like they were a little bit more about Neville than they were about Harry Potter. Like in the movies, they they give him such a bit part. It's so mm-hmm. sad compared to where he was in the books. Absolutely, really. Yeah. Neville was dang. I didn't even know that. Yeah, he's uh, what's the last name? Longbottom. Yeah, Neville Longbottom. Yeah, he was in the books, uh, and and I noticed because my wife forced me to listen to the audiobook so many times, so that's ingrained in me that he's mentioned so much more in the books, and like in the movies, he he doesn't rise to the occasion until the very end, and then he becomes like really epic, and then but it's like oh, that's a little too little too late, right? <laughs> right, but in the books, like from Order of the Phoenix on, Neville was kind of a beast, like he he was a monster. Yeah, and Harry Potter, he only learned, like, one spell. Expelliarmus! <laughs> That's the whole thing. Like, yeah. <sighs> he, he's literally, if Harry Potter was a magic player, all he would play is blue decks. Just counterspell. Yeah, oh my goodness, yes. Mana leech. And you just get... Counterspell. You would just lose the battle just because he's just so, so frustrated. It's like, stop stalling. I, I, I'm obviously better than you. <laughs> Like yeah, it's it, it's he's playing for the the deck out. That's what he's doing. Now I'd be lying in the chat says, "How about Riddick as a character?" That's on a whole different level. Riddick is just like a one man army. We're talking about incompetent heroes. But see, the difference between Naruto, Harry Potter, and Luke Skywalker is that Naruto actually develops multiple skills and 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 gets more well rounded. Like he does, he's not a one trick pony. Here's the thing. When I when I think of Riddick, all I all I gotta say about it is teacup. All right, teacup. <laughs> and that fits our show. But what? Did is... you not see that? No. Is this like a uh, a parody type thing? No. Like Riddick is there. Okay. Uh, There's a scene in in Riddick where he's he's in Supermax. And, you know, the other prisoners are going at, you know, they're ready to fight him. And he sets down his teacup. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. And then after after he does exactly what he says he does, he puts his toothpick down next. And everyone just kind of backs off. Now, Obi, do you like Riddick? Do you think he's a good hero? Or a good anti-hero, shall we say? That's, that's what I'd be allowed to say in the anti-hero. And it's true. Yeah, he's I'm not really a hero, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yes, I do. Oh, see, that's a good. Eyes. Sorry. Yeah, his eyes are pretty sweet. Um, Unless I'm in a like California or something, that would stink. 
you and someone d- drops a flash bomb. Oof, not a good time. Oh yeah, it was a sardine key. It wasn't a toothpick. That's right. Just if I could, just to, I mean, just sardines. Okay. Yeah, like one of the keys that you open the sardine cans with. Yeah, you said it's not a sardine key. Good memory. Wow. <laughs> and then Loki. Loki's kind of an anti-hero too. I, I'm diehard about my anti-heroes. I mean, we're talking Deadpool, Punisher, uh, V from V for Vendetta, freaking all, all about the whole Suicide Squad. Like, I'm waiting for that movie. Man, uh, so let's let's bring it back to to anime. Oh, so okay. so anti-heroes. You know what? I would say let's get segue here. Tokyo Tokyo Ghoul is kind of good if you like the anti-hero. Because you're kind of conflicted about who you support, like who's the real bad guy, you know. There's it's it's a, one of those shows where it's not it's not so black and white, it's not so cut and dry, you know. Uh, you're kind of watching it like I don't know who I'm rooting for anymore. <laughs> did, um, did you get yeah. to Tokyo Ghoul? Obi, Mm-mm. did you get into Tokyo Ghoul? No. Oolong, did you? Of course. Did you watch? Route A, the, the continuation of the original series. No. You gotta watch There's it. It's a continuation. Hold on. Yeah, bro. I'll be back. Give me a moment. Yeah. To the interwebs. Because you watched the one that it was only 13 episodes, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Route A continues from the very end of that. It's full continuity. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So another thing we have to report on next week, on a, yes. in two weeks. I've got so much to watch. And oh gosh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. The the things that happen, like the that the the series you saw, the original Tokyo Ghoul uh, anime, mm-hmm. is a lot more lighthearted compared to what happens in this in Route A. Mm. And then they have some spinoff series, but those are kind of hard to come by. Um, I think they have one called Jack. And there's another one, and then they have the manga, which is still continuing the story, which is called Tok- Tokyo, Tokyo Ghoul Colon Re, and that's ongoing. And hopefully they're gonna make an anime on that soon, because it's apparently you know the series has done very well, and it's a, it's a fan favorite uh, and, and a critical darling. So not just a cult following. Um, yeah. By the way, speaking of amazing anti-hero, well, semi-anti-hero, I guess in this anime. Problem children are from another dimension, aren't they? Oh, wow. Like, I, I, I found that anime not too long ago. Freaking fell in love with it. Oh, hold on, hold on. Pa- stop the presses. Stop the presses. Oh, what's this? You know what? We're not friends on Tenpachi. But te- is it pronounced Tenpachi? Do you have that? The Hummingbird app? No. Everybody that is listening to this, if you're into anime... Download, uh, if you look up Hummingbird or Tenpechi, it's T-E-N-P-E-C-H-I-I, if I'm not mistaken. But if you look up Hummingbird, it might be easier. It's an app that lets you friend other anime lovers and compare your watch lists, your libraries. You could tag things on hold. You could drop things from your library if it's really that bad. Rate them, leave reviews, um... People can see your stream and see what you're currently watching and what your progress is. It's really neat. It's kind of janky in, in terms of usability, uh, but it, it, like once you like get around the awkwardness of the app, it's it's really cool. So we need to do janky? this. I'm good. 
No, Obi, you should get on there too and follow me. Uh, I'm, I'm Yogizilla on there. All of us need to do this because then we can compare what what anime we're watching and when we have something something obscure that we come across, we can see it in each other's feeds. Let's see. I don't I don't have a, a smartphone. I got a dumb phone. No, you can do it on the website. Hummingbird.me. Okay, hold on. Yeah, it has a website. Hummingbird.me. I'm glad you because you, you mentioned you mentioned that anime and I, that's when I started to watch because I saw someone else was watching it and I forgot about it completely because I got sidetracked and whatever happened. So if we were friends on Hummingbird, you'd be able to, I'd be able to see that you're watching it and then boom. Yo, you got sidetracked? Oh no. So, so now I'm going to have to do this. That's going to be a thing I have to do. I'll probably do it after the show. Yeah. Because it'll make it a lot easier for us to keep up with each other's things. Because even I, I'd be loud. He needs to get on there, too, because she, she's talking about a few things in here. Vampire Princess, Alucard, The Major. Oh, she said, would you consider Afro Samurai anime? Absolutely. Even even though a lot of people mark it as a marame, I still treat it as anime. Yeah, I think there's, it's, anime's become more about the style than uh, where it originates from. Like, when people look at Afro Samurai, it's very much anime influence, and they say, oh, that's that's Western. The leaders say that, and I'm like, no, I'm t- I'd put in an anime family. But, uh, where am I where? Hmm? What'd you say I'd be loud? You, you can't hear me now? That's weird. But, yeah, ah, so, yeah, so, so we had to come back to Tokyo Ghoul and uh, Beezlebub to see what you were what your impressions are there. And I'm, I I would say I'd recommend watching Tokyo Ghoul from the beginning and then watching Ruday so it's fresh in your mind. That's what I had to do. And I only did it recently, so we could talk about it while it's fresh in both of our minds. Uh, what else do we have here? World Trigger. You guys get into this yet? World Trigger, no. World, World Trigger. But I'm, I'm putting the link to Hummingbird in the chat. World Trigger is the one where aliens evade um, a city in Japan called Miyako City. And then there's like a, a hidden di- di- division of the government that uh, was training all this time for one such occurrence. And they, they fight back the alien invasion. And then they end up using the alien technology against the aliens themselves uh they call them triggers and it's basically alien technology that's retrofitted so that it'll sync with human uh physiology and it gives you kind of like superpowers and it's pretty neat I, I like it a lot uh it's more of like standard fare in terms of you know it's it's action and epic storytelling but what's nice about it is that the hero is very much an unlikely hero and his 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 powers are not the usual like strength and charisma. He's more of like a Batman, where it's more about intelligence. Well, Batman now is like a freaking ninja mixed with Iron Man, but that's a whole other thing. But you know, more like a classic Batman, where where his superpower is his super genius and resourcefulness, right? So that's kind of what I think of when I see the the protagonist in, in uh, World Trigger, and uh, that's another one that has a really great cast of characters. So. Um, and I and I would like it to. I won't say Naruto again, but I'll say Fairy Tale. Um, 
Oh, I already said Naruto by saying it. I won't say Naruto again. It's just Naruto. <laughs> Oops. Naruto. I know. Um, <laughs> what's another one that's good? Attack on Titan kind of has that similar thing where there's a lot of people, awesome characters in there. When are they making the second series? I know they said they greenlit, greenlit series two. When is that coming out? Do you know anybody? Ula? Uh, no, no clue. Did a Soul Eater finally come out with another series? I, I, I'm sitting here going, there's so many I'm waiting on, but it's that's not in my, my list on it. I don't think so. I think like, I'm, I'm waiting for SAO. I'm waiting for oh SAO gosh, World. Sword Art Online, by the way. Yeah, Sword Art Online uh, season three should be coming out soon. I'm waiting on that. Teen Titans Go. <laughs> I like Teen Titans Go. That's I a whole like different Teen beast. Titans, sorry, I watch that every day. Oh uh, yeah, I, I watched that with my kids. We enjoy that together. But they they always complain it's not as good as the, at the as the original Teen Titans. Like, yeah, it's a different tone. Uh, yeah, full Metal cool. Alchemist, good call, I'd be loud, definitely. That is awesome. Yeah. If you like Full Metal Alchemist, what's it called? Brotherhood? Brotherhood, the second one. Mm-hmm. It was basically, it was like, they took the original story and con- made it more concise, but then they added more stuff to it at the end, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So they skipped some of the filler, and then, yeah, Brotherhood is probably the def- definitive way to watch um, Full Metal Alchemist, and that's that's a good one because uh, that's more. Uh, it skips the usual romance. It is more about the love between brothers. You know that those family bonds. That that one will give you the feels. Holy crap! Will it give you the feels? <laughs> did you cry, Yogi? I did. On the inside, I may, I may have gotten a little teary eyed, but I held it back. Because <laughs> my wife is like more. Will be like. It's a cartoon. It's like, no, this is serious entertainment. You cry in a live action thing. To me, this is just a serious live action film. Like, I, I can't stand that people put that. Like, it's just a cartoon. Like, well, if you're not immersing yourself in a work of fiction, why bother getting into it? It's like people that watch horror and they're like, eh, it's not really scary. Oh, I just find it funny. It's like, if you were in that situation, would you be laughing? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah it's a kind of. never be in that situation. Yeah, exactly. I hate, ah, that logic. Oh, dude, I forgot about that one, too, but I put it... I, I remembered it when I put it on my list. Tenga Toppen Gurren Lagann. <gasps> Gurren Lagann, yeah. The drill that will pierce the heavens. I, that's another one I want to rewatch. It's a good one. So good. Really hard to spell if you're searching it. You may want to Google it, and it'll tell you what the proper spelling is, but if you try to search it on certain apps... Just look it up the American way. Just put in Gurren Logan. It's double A, double U, isn't it? Uh, for what? Tengatapa? No, for the Gurren Logan. Gurren Logan's uh, double R, double N. Okay. G-U-R-R-E-N-L-A-G-A-N-N. That's it, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's another one I'm... I, I might say it's an all-time favorite. I was just disappointed that it last longer. Like sometimes the ones you want them to milk don't last that long, and then the ones that last long are kind of like disappointing at the end because they run out of fizz. Like yeah, with that I one, know. I remember the way my friend got me to watch it is he was like, "You're gonna love it," and I was like, "Why?" He's like, "Because it's all it's an anime entirely about being manly." 
And I was like, what? He's like, you have to watch it to understand. I watched it, and I was like, I see what he did there. Is, is it? Yeah, I can see I, that. Kind of, you know? It's like, yeah. man, man up, do this. It's like, <laughs> I'm That's not true. super mech so much, but that that is what the... The main super mechs, I was just kind of like that. That's pretty astonishing. It's really good. And the uh, sniper girl, I f- always forget her name. It comes back to me every now and then, but she was like a bit of a tomboy. She kept picking on yeah, on the, on the protagonist. Like, come on, stop, come on, stop being a wuss. Really? Come on. <laughs> There's another one I just got into. It's called Garrow. It's about uh, these knights that fight demons. And that was kind of interesting. I'm, I'm enjoying that so far. There's lots of great anime out there, folks. By the way, speaking of anime, you know what I heard is actually getting a reprisal? What? Digimon. Mm-hmm. They're I, bringing back Digimon. That actually, I would like Yay. to see. Yeah, my family likes the Digimon. So, like, for all the fans of the old, like, Karurumon and... All that, it's coming back. Guru Mom was like my favorite, so he's the main one I remember. But yeah, uh, there's going to be another another Digimon. What was that short series they had a Digimon? One of the last series that came out with, uh, it was like Digimon, digital, not digital monsters, like, they had like these little um, Digi-deck, deck, uh, what are they called, Digi-decks? Platforms. No, like, I know, I know what you're talking about because like it only lasted like I think it was ten or twelve episodes. It was really short, but like yeah, yeah. The and kid was in the city, and like when he used it, the Digimon's all came to the real world. But there was like a cyber overlay of the real world. Yeah, it was like some weird thing. They called it ah. Oh, I had I had the DVD somewhere. It was like one of those things you find in the bargain bin for like five bucks for all the episodes. Yeah, with like two or three discs or something. Um. But that was good, yeah. I got the kids into that because we, you know, we still do like the bargain bin dive where you like look for like dollar, five dollar DVDs. Oh, dude, like I love those, especially like one of the things I do like about my local shops, Goodwill has tons of anime and gaming books, oh, and I can man. get them for like anywhere from twenty five cents. I think the most I've paid was. $2.50, and that was for, like, a second edition player's handbook D&D. So, Obi, what, what have you been playing? I know we've uh, gone crazy with the anime. I'm playing Minecraft right now. Are you? Is that why you're quiet? <laughs> well, I was just kind of letting you talk, man. I'm just enjoying being here. What? So, what else have you been playing besides Minecraft? Of course, uh, Counter-Strike. We just uh, had the tournament here last week. Um, for the team, and uh, I've been playing some of the warships. Uh, all my sim games, definitely. Uh, looking forward car, to car mechanics sim. I know you play that. Uh, be looking forward to the American uh, truck driving uh, game that's going to be coming out. Hopefully, it's going to be multiplayer, so we can all play. People that can stand playing those games can play with me. <laughs> I, um, I mean, you sold me on Euro Truck Simulator. It's just I don't know. <laughs> so buggy, dude. It's I was so gonna say that that disclaimer was for me, folks, because we all know I'm not a not a very large sim guy. I, I, large I, sim guy? No, you're not a sim guy at all. 
sad for you. <laughs> well, I, I play the rare occasional sim. Very, very rare. I love sims. They do take some commitment, though, to really get full enjoyment out of them. Uh, well, so, you know, we can't, ta- we can't have our gaming verse segment without talking about the big things that have come out. And we talked about uh, Rare Replay that came out. Uh, I'm waiting for my team. Uh, there was some kind of mix-up with my order with Microsoft Store. I got to call them up. But uh, I don't know what happened there. But if you had ordered, I think you still might be able to do it. If you go to Microsoft Store if you, and you order it there, you might get a $10 or $15 gift card. And it's a $30 game. So great deal. Yeah, nice. And, I mean, if for no other reason, HD Remastered uh, version of Battletoads with extra content, yes, please. Right. But uh, and some people are saying Battletoads is not a good game. I'm like, really? Ah, stop it. I know it's, it gets really hard out of nowhere in that third level, but it is a great game. Balancing aside, um, and Magic Origins, which you've been t- you've been playing, right? Oh my god, so good, so good. Been playing a lot of Magic Origins lately. Because, I mean, Hearthstone Dynamic meets actual Magic the Gathering card play. A lot of people know I played Hearthstone for a little while. I kind of quit. And I've always loved Magic. I've been playing Magic since beta. It's funny you mentioned that, too, because some people were saying that it's lacking the sense of progression and the economy of Hearthstone. And you're saying the opposite. They they just, they don't understand the grind. As a guy who's played Final Fantasy XI... Um, you know, it's it's a little grindy if you want to go out and get your boosters and a lot. Of, I, I think, but you're all right. Are you capped? Can you grind for as long as you want daily? I I do. So you're not capped because like in in Hearthstone you're kind of capped. I mean, if you're capped, I haven't found it yet because I mean I can I can play. You can get your quests done and then you're just getting whatever you make off of your battles, but. I, I have yet to find a place where it's like no more currency for you. How much, like, how much do you earn per battle without the daily quests? And I mean, like, it's not much. It's like uh, five, ten coins. And how how much does like a pack cost? A booster pack's like a hundred and twenty coins, or hundred and or no, I think it's a hundred and fifty coins for a booster. Uh, 300 for the two booster, and like as you go up, eventually you get like a break in the price, like the more you buy at one time. But at the same time, it's not. You've played Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Well, 10 gold a match with 10,000 gold heroes. I mean. Well, you you saw my. I don't know if you. I think I linked you to my post where I shut down everybody that was saying that Heroes of the Storm is overpriced and it's a real grind. Compared to League of Legends, it's less of a grind in my opinion. I had broke down all the math. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's kind of like that. Like because it's new, a lot of people are like, "Oh, so much grindier than than Hearthstone." But I'm sitting here like, "No, it's it's about on par with it." And I can keep up to four quests. I can do those quests. They keep it new and interesting. Plus, there's a single player campaign mode where you earn coins. Doing the tutorial gives you, like, 300 coins right off the top. And they give you a free starter pack that has a ton of cards to make decks in whatever color you want. I think except for, like, artifacts. I don't think I got enough artifacts to make an artifact deck. 
See, I like make. See, I like making scrap decks. I like taking whatever I open from packs and making it work. So yeah, and, and they also they give you lands right off the top and dual lands, dual color lands. So you can make two and three color decks. You could almost if you oh. put a little bit of work in, you could almost go as far as to make five color control. So it's kind of remember that that set they came out with. It, it actually come out with it a few times for different core sets. But you know when they had to come out with the deck builders toolkit that the coagulated cardboard box with the booster packs and a bunch of land and then yeah. little compartments? It's like kind of like that. That's what your starter kit is. That's the awesome. The starter kit they give you is almost exactly like it really translates well. And I think that... I love that, to- that, that toolkit. I love that toolkit, by the way. I love it. Because yeah. it's such a great place to put your car- extra cards in there. But, I mean, I knew people who played Magic Online... Um, you know, before Origins and stuff came out, where you actually had to pay full booster price yeah. for a booster pack. That's why I can never get into it, and, and that's like one of the most archaic interfaces out there. Right. So, does do you think this replaces, does Origins more replace Magic Online, or does it more replace Duels of the Planeswalker? I, I can honestly say um, I think that Magic Online has its own realm because uh, Magic Online did something a while back where you could actually trade out the cards you had on Magic Online for physical copies. That's why the and, economy and is like that. Versa. Yeah. But it, I, I would say it's, as far as the way that it's kind of a free, free-to-play model, it's amazing. Um, Magic Online is more for like the hardcore. Yeah. As far as will it replace Duel of the Planeswalkers, I don't think so either. Um, I think it's almost its own niche because the people who get Duels of the Planeswalker predominantly get it because they want to know what all's in the newest set and they want to follow the lore through the storyline. People who play Magic Online are more than likely people who have large card collections in real life so they can do that over-interaction ways. And I think this is a good start for the kind of casual player who maybe wants to get into magic a little more, maybe play a little competitively, they're going to grind a little, but while they're grinding, they're going to be learning different mechanics and ideas and see what people are doing. It might also be a good place for people to kind of test play stuff, because like I have some cards that I'm pretty sure aren't in the new editions. They're from some of the older editions, so it gives me that feel of playing almost like a, a modern or a legacy. Yeah. It, it's nice. Like I, I think it's going mean, I'm, I'm huge... to have its own mark. Because you know I'm a huge fan of uh, the DLTP series. The other thing I don't like about them is how they kind of move forward in some aspects and then go backwards in other. Like, they'll have this killer feature like Two-Headed Giant. Uh, or Two-Headed Dragon, is it? I forget which Two-Headed one. Giant. It is Two-Headed Giant. And they have that in, in Origins as well. Uh, it, planes Chaser mode, or whatever that was called. Remember that one? Planes Chase, where you go from different planes and each one had an effect. Yep. Yeah, like I said since beta, I've been around. Yeah, and, and like they get rid of some of these things and then add new things. So like, uh, Duels of the Planeswalkers, uh, 2015 had finally had had it where you could actually build an, an entire deck from scratch out of the cards that they have in that in that game set. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's it's such a simple thing. Why didn't it do this sooner? Um, and, but they got rid of so much, uh, so many other things. Um, which one was the one that had deck slots? Like, oh, it had sealed play. Uh, I think 2014 introduced yeah, sealed like play. Yeah, draft mode. Yeah, draft mode. And it, I love that. But then they monetized having to buy additional deck slots. So when you build a deck out of you know 
booster packs, mm-hmm. you're stuck with it <laughs> until what? you buy another Dexalon. Like, ah, I don't like that model so much. Here's here's another thing I think people don't remember really. Like, when if you if you have Magic uh, 2015, do all the Planeswalkers. They did release it where you could get all these different, you know, cards from diff- over the different years. But each one of those expansions was like ten or fifteen bucks. That's expensive. Yeah. And on top of that, now people are like, oh, well, to get into to Magic Origins, I had to spend $25. It's like, yeah, but you, you spent that one time, and then you're not buying all these new expansion things that are coming out for 10 to 15 a pop. So yeah, I think it's all like... Less for it, you know? It's kind of like... And let me make sure I get off of all games, because I don't want to go over our time. But uh, actually, I'll. Uh, yeah, hopefully, it's this recording is coming out well. Hopefully. If not, we might have an incomplete file, but here we go. I'm going to disconnect there. Um, I was going to say, can I throw out one more game before we disconnect from all games? Oh, too late. Well, we're, still, we're still streaming. We're still streaming. We're still recording. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, it will get mentioned. It's a game I'm really hype about that's coming out soon. It's going to beta soon, I should say. Gigantic? And I want, dude, I want to play so bad. Gigantic? Yeah. I, I want to get into the beta, and I want to play so bad. I'm in it. Did I tell you? You you're, you, you got into the beta. You, you didn't get into the invite? Nope. I, I might have. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't checked. I need to check, but... uh. I'm gonna try to get everybody in it. No promises. I'm not gonna pull a a Ford, a Ford DG. Really, I'm looking. <laughs> I, I want to get into the beta because I know that they're uh, they're talking about there won't be a NDA for the beta. Yeah, and and that'll be phenomenal. I I just I, I Re- retweet. We've been doing like uh, we've been going to their their uh, Twitter stream and retweeting and favoriting the stuff and asking them questions, shouting them out and stuff. Um, do that because like uh, a, a couple of our guys got follows from some of the developers and stuff. So, oh, that's amazing. Like, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, get, I've get, been screaming about that game ever since I saw the uh, the packs play. Yeah, and it's gonna be a tough battle be- between that and Battleborn. I don't know which one I'm more excited about. It's really hard for me. It's really hard. But like, I gotta kind of lean more towards Multiga because they're very they're highly engaged. And, and uh, approachable, and they're a smaller company too, and so it's like, I mean, they've been doing so much right. Like I've been, I've been on a lot of YouTube lately, but I've been almost like living on their their YouTube page, the the Go Gigantic YouTube page. Yeah, yeah. Because they're doing all like they're doing one at a time, um, highlights of the different characters abilities playing and they're even doing it with the twitch stream i mean it's so phenomenal how they've been doing it that if you guys have missed it i highly recommend checking it out it's it looks so good i'm hooked yeah i know yeah Yeah, i'd love to play it whatever (laughs) obi don't be salty because i done given up on that damn thing Dude, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if you get involved in what we're doing as a as a network and we have more synergy, rather than acting like individual people that do stuff under a banner, work together. And then we have Overwatch, too. And yeah, that's another thing that I'm 
ticked off that I'm not playing. Bl- Blizzard is usually really good about looking out for our people, but they're a bigger company, so I know they're, they're going to miss people. But uh, it's tough. It's tough. There's a lot of quality it's games tough. that have similarities. Blizzard, maybe they'll come talk to you. Hmm. <laughs> don't don't be salty. No salty. This is a this is a happy show. A happy time. Oh, I'm not salty. I'm happy clouds. <laughs> We got like less like than less than twenty minutes left. Uh, so back to Magic Origins. Mm-hmm. I, de- I definitely gotta get in up up in this on on Xbox and on a PC. Oh, the grinding is coming. I hope they have crossplay. That'd be really convenient. But yeah, between Steam and Xbox, probably not happening. But uh. You mentioned Hearthstone, and I gotta say, the Tavern Brawl this week, we gotta battle at least once. I battled against IB Loud in the Tavern Brawl, because she, she's the one that put me out to the fact that you can actually challenge people in Tavern Brawl. And this week's Tavern Brawl is awesome. The way it works is whatever mana cost your, your minions are, mm-hmm. when they get destroyed, it automatically summons a minion of uh, two costs lower than it. So if you do, mm-hmm. if you four drop gets destroyed and granted if it doesn't get silenced because silence does work and I was one of the first people to figure this out um, if, if you kill a 4 drop a 2 two drop gets summoned automatically dude no way no I'm not dude, nope. you play hunters I play priests I don't think so I'm not getting aggroed out like that no no uh, I, I don't I, I'm priest now too priest, okay. priest has been my main for a long time uh, I was running Hunter and Priest side by side along with Warlock too, but once they nerfed uh, the uh, Starving Buzzard, I, I just I don't I'm, I don't I don't want to play Aggro Hunter like that's so lame like, and it's the only way you can play Hunter and I and I, I, I enjoyed the Control Hunter you know, mm-hmm. I, I hate that you had you're forced to play the the only this one flavor of Hunter now, but actually Priest is really strong in this mode. Because you could go aggro with priests, uh, run uh, run the sun clerics, uh, run uh, northshire cleric, run. Um, I imagine druid. Like this mode just seems catered to druid because they, you know all the innervate and. That's what I thought, and I've beaten pretty much every druid I've fought, and I'm and I right now I'm running a mage, of all mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Because you could do a mage that is aggro and and also kind of like a handlock, where you have your sea giants, your um, mountain g- giants, and all that, and then you get you start overwhelming the opponent, and then I and I just run a bunch of silence. Like I have the the owls and the um, what's that one mage that does that the silence? I forget his name. Um, I don't remember. I always just use the owls. But yeah, if you run silence, especially if you run the oh yeah, you could do polymorph. Yeah, the sheep. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, so I okay. Yeah, with polymorph, I could see dispel magic see. too. Dispel magic is priest. So yeah, priest has they a really good have event. A dispel magic. Mm-hmm. No, they don't have. That's that's, which they is have a, a, do they have a? They have silence. I think they have polymorph. Polymorph is the only thing they have. Uh, Shaman has Hex. Um, and Priest has Master Spell and Silence. Right. Master Spell. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Priest ha- has a really good advantage, except that I'd rather get 
a two for one. I actually don't run any spells right now in in this in this tavern brawl. It's strictly uh, minions, so I get more value. Mm-hmm. So I run the owls and I run that the mage that has the silence effect. Mm-hmm. The four three mage. That's a four drop. Because mm-hmm. then, no, wait. Here's a question: When the creature comes out, like from the death summon, if you will, does mm-hmm. its ability still proc as if you summoned it? If it's a battle cry, no. Because it doesn't count as a summon. Okay. But other effects that that would normally trigger from a summon... Well, or... I'm just wondering, because I'm, I'm already thinking of what deck I'm going to try and build to play you. Because it's going to be a build battle. Death Rattle is really broken, because you get the summon from the Death Rattle, and then the summon that you get from the mode. Yeah. <laughs> and you start filling up the board. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fun stuff you can have. Uh, so basically, spiders for the win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the ramp up druid. I'm surprised that I haven't seen more ramp up druid with the innervate and all that, because I would think, I th- and I think the reason it doesn't do as well is because a lot of people that are running the ramp up druid are just getting big creatures in a deck, but they have no card draw, mm. so then they start falling off. You know, like after they they get countered. Yeah, cause I mean, you would think like if we just start getting big creatures out and then buffing them and doing all this crazy stuff would be good. But like I said, the spells are pretty weak in, in this mode. I feel like you have to go fully commit to minions because then you don't have to worry about being card starved. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's basically mono red or red mono in uh, Magic. It's all aggro. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and you could go the handlock kind of method and just go for big creatures that key off of how many cre- things you have in your hand. So your Twilight Drakes, your Sea Giants. Well, Sea Giants, uh, how many on the field? But you know what I mean? Just get those big creatures you can get out early, like turn four or five. Yeah. Um, well, see, I imagine the key would be get ramp up, like, really quick. Ramp up to a big creature. Or, like, two or three big creatures, but then make sure you have a lot of under creatures so that, oh, I destroy this. Well, now you've brought it down two, le- uh, two less mana to this creature, which has a death rattle, which will summon creatures. And before you know it, you're an exhibit meme. Yo, dog, I heard you like creatures. So I got this creature that spawns creatures that makes more creatures when it dies in this mode that gives you more creatures. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't want to get overwhelmed on the board. I would say, honestly, I kind of want to rebuild my deck and go Priest. But I don't know why. I don't, you know, I know why I went with it. Originally, I went with the Mage because I was trying to run Flame, the Flame Shapers. Not the Flame Shaper, that's Soul Forge. Ah, uh, oh gosh. Whatever they're called. The ones that, that every time you cast a spell, they shoot out fireballs. Yeah. But it just didn't work that well in this mode. And then I also like the mage's uh, unstable portal, because that one, whatever, when you cast that that two cost spell, you, you get a random minion in your hand. It could be any minion. And sometimes you get lucky, and it's like a hail mary. You'll get like an eight cost minion, and it only costs you five because it costs three less to summon. Oh, dude, I saw something hilarious a guy created uh, with the unstable portal and like uh, a one turn kill deck. Oh, my lord. <laughs> but it, it literally, the deck had one creature, 
So when he uses unstable portal, he knows what he's getting. It doesn't all spell cards for one turn. But it doesn't summon from your deck. It's a random minion period. Oh, is it? Yeah, they changed it. It may have oh. that, that. I think that used to work. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you could have gamed the crap out of that. Cause mage, you could just make all spells and have one minion. Oh mm -hmm. man, broken. Nah, nah. Nah. It's it's a random minion period. So like I said, it's a hail mary because sometimes you'll get something really op, and sometimes you'll get a uh, a web slinger. Sometimes which, you get a Noyatron. <laughs> now nah, Noyatron could be cool if you guys should keep it out. Yeah. Uh, what's that other one, the zero seven two drop that destroys all minions on the field if you don't destroy it? I, don't, I haven't seen it. That's, uh, is it from the GVG? Is it? No, see, I, I haven't played really a lot since GVG. It might be classic. It doesn't fit into that goblins versus gnomes kind of motif. I think it's classic. Hmm. It's uh, it's like a a, a fiery prophet type dude, and if, if he's just a zero seven, and if you don't kill him. Right away, or silence him. He destroys every minion on the field. So if you put him behind a, a taunt, mm -hmm. or you know the, it basically forces people to burn all the removal and stuff on him. You have to address him. <laughs> it's pretty now, cool. What if you mind control him? It still destroys everything on the field. It's every minion on the field. So if you if you mind control him, you'd actually screw yourself over because he'd still be on the field. It's just on your side. Yeah. <laughs> That actually, oh my gosh, that'd be like the best sorry moment. <laughs> Just emote them, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, sorry that happened. Oops. Oops. That's <laughs> the, unfortunate. The, P, the BM that people do with those those uh, pre-made, uh, those emotes. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I had a guy that kept going, sorry, sorry, thank you. And then I beat him in the end. Like, he, he had me down to 3 health, and he didn't realize I was holding on to, like, these cards that would heal me for, like, 8 health and 10 health. I was just waiting for him to burn all his, to pull all his eggs in one basket and think I was down. And now I'm like, yep, I'm back up to 20 health, and I got the field loaded. How do you like them apples? And I was like, well played, well played, well played, well played. Thank you. Tango Zulu. Whiskey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that, that tells you, kids, it, it it ain't over until it's over. It, it, never underestimate an opponent. There's a uh, little subtle things you could do that can that one misplay could cost you the whole game. Oh yeah, I mean, I I used to play a one uh, one turn kill mage just because of that, because people would like beat me up and beat me up, and they're like, oh, sorry. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, sorry. And then I'm just like, oh, sorry. And they're like, what? And then I just hit the one-turn drop. And it's just death from 20 to nothing. Dude, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you put the death wing out and, and you think that you won. It's like 12-12, kills everything on the board, and now it's the only thing left. I'm going for the kill, and they're like, mind control. Yeah, mind control. No! Sorry. Because the death wing is a ballsy play because it gets rid of your entire hand. Mm -hmm. So you gotta be sure they burned all their hard removal and whatnot. Oof. That'd be so painful. They de they uh they had like polymorph from mind control or hex your death wing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh that'd I've, be so sad. I've got death wing. You have a sheep. 
Enjoy. And then they ping it with a fireball just for added measure. Like, I'm not even letting you do that one damage to me. <laughs> oh, but, folks, unfortunately, we have to just start wrapping this up. Uh, this was going to be a shorter show, but, you know, we decided to go longer. Well, we're, on, we're still on time because, yeah, pre-show doesn't count. That was tech, tech troubleshooting. Um, I do want to just let everybody know that uh, before the fall, the holiday season, there's going to be a lot of big releases coming up. Um, I know Obi was excited about uh, oh, what was the game you were looking forward to, Obi? That's coming out in uh, in the, is it September? Oh, the one in November? Or? No, November. We, we know that uh, we know that October, November, December is going to be huge for gaming. But like, there was something that's coming out in September. Is it Halo Five? Really? No, seriously. I'm asking you, Obi. He just, he did, okay, no, it's not Halo 5. Is Rainbow Six Va- uh, Siege coming out? No, Se- Se- Siege is coming out uh November, isn't it? What game is it? Dude. Okay. Well, well. also, you, you you can't look forward to Halo 5 because you don't have Xbox One yet. I'm sorry. But you you seem jazzed about it, though. You said you said if you had Xbox One, you'd be, you'd, that'd be like one of the games you'd get. Anyway. I know uh, the what, what's the other one that's coming out? Uh, Lego Dimensions is coming out this month. Uh, oh, what else? There was something else. I know there's something big before the the Division and Fallout Four and Doom Four and all those games drop. Well, Doom Four is still next year. Oof, so many games. Anyway, I know there's some stuff coming up. Just can't think of it right. right now. Um, for Let's see. September, um, we got Mad Max: Phantom Pain. Um, Super Mario Maker is coming out. Oh, that's a good one. Um, uh, Destiny: The Taken King. Only at. Uh, oh yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. That's, that's gonna be a huge expansion right there. I knew right. I was forgetting something. That was the one. Bobby, no, do you have no. any? No, Bo- no, it's not. That's not it. I know there's more, but we gotta start wrapping Fallout. up. No, Fallout. Fallout Four. Fallout Four is uh, December, isn't it? Or November? Uh, Fallout Four is in um, October. <gasps> oh, it is October. Yes. But still, that's still fall. That's what right. t- we're talking about. The uh, stuff that's coming in before uh, August, September. By the way, Obi. Yes. You have anything to plug? Yes, I'm wrapping up. <laughs> Guys, don't forget to uh, check me out. It'll be one X two everywhere. Twitter, I'm on Instagram every now and then, especially when I get some roast compoyo. I I I hit Yogi up with the picture. Um, <laughs> but other than that, we stream. It'll be one X two. Remember, here, guys, in a couple weeks, forty eight hour to seventy two hour stream. We're gonna say forty eight hour first, just because. But um, that's about it, really. Fido, where can people find you? Okay, so I'm actually going to do something a little different. I'm going to plug two things. One for me and one actually for someone else. All right, go for it. You're on the clock, though. Go, 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 go. That's fine. Number one, (laughs) I'm going to plug CSGO, Team Demonis. Check them out. Check them out on geekyantics.net. Support them. Make fan signs. Tweet them out. Tweet them to Obi. Let us know. Show some love. Other thing I want to kind of plug out there. You guys may not know who it is, but Linkwall on Twitch is going for trying to get a sub button again. 
really good streamer, really yeah. funny, well done content. If if I could think of people who deserve a uh, sub button, they're definitely one. So uh, show Lincoln Lily some love. Tweet at them. I think they're uh, at at Linkwall or at Link Lily. Check their stream out. Show them some love, support. Let them know Fatal sent him. Word. And, uh, let's try and get them that sub button. That's all I got. And we love Lincoln Lily. And I, I, I say, uh, it's funny. I, a month ago, I talked to them and I said, "You got to be honest with yourself. Do you is this something you really want to do long term, or are you just doing it for fun?" They go, like, "Well, we don't expect to make anything with it, and they should do." Be honest with yourself. Everybody needs to get it. Be honest with themselves. When you get into these things that there are labors of love, think about what your end game is. If you're really just doing it for the love of it, fine. But if your goal is like you know you're doing Twitch and you say I want to get a sub button, then be honest with yourself. But also think about other ways because Twitch don't let Twitch tell you what your value is. There's well, other other paths like Patreon and whatnot. They're doing their sub button mainly so they can get the video change options. They've even told people don't bother, don't actually sub us. We just want you to be able to control video options. Yeah, and it sucks that's the only way you can get it. Right, That that's the biggest campaign. So, I mean, yeah, that's part of the reason I'm like, hey, you know, awesome content, check them out. Plus, they're really good for smaller streamers. They're always kind of supporting them and just saying. No, we no, we love them. Uh, I just, I, I, have to, I like to give, because uh, I talk to Link uh, uh, on the phone sometimes and I bust his child like, why aren't you running with as part of our team like officially? Like he's doing it the hard way. Like if they if they were plug in, we could promote the crap out of them and they they'd have the sub button already guaranteed. They get the social media, just plug in, be part of the team. But some people gotta do it solo, I get it. But uh Link Wall definitely a fan of them. I'm gonna keep busting your chop, guys. <laughs> your collective chops. By the way, you can find uh Time Women Tea Time. Everywhere that uh, beautiful, fantastic po- podcast can be found, including, but not limited to, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Windows, slash Xbox, micro- uh, Marketplace, uh, TuneIn Radio, and Speaker. Uh, vi- visit us at geekyants.net for such podcasts. Check out other uh, exclusive shows and uh, syndicated shows. And we also have archives over and, and live shows over at allgames.com. And, uh, you know, Google us, uh, Time Away Tea Time, Geeky Antics, see... You know, stalk us. We're perfectly perfectly fine with it. You can see everything that we're up to. You can find me. I'm Yogizilla everywhere. And uh, Geeky Antics is, you know, again, Google it. We're easy to stalk. And that's it for today. Sorry about the technical difficulties in the beginning. And we're out of here. Right, guys? Any last thoughts? (laughs) Later. Hi, love you. We thank you. We thank you for every crumb, biscuit, and cake you bring to the table. Because Doctor Who belongs to all of us. What you bring to the timey-wimey tea time in your live chat participation, comments, likes, shares, tweets and voicemail, all of it means the world to us. Love, true love never fails. Do you like it? If you like what we're doing, well, tell us for God's sake. Shout it from the rooftops at geekyantics.net. Or call it in, 206-415-4987. That's 206-415-4987. That's it. Bless you. So long. And thanks for all the fish. Hold on, it won't be that long. Just a wee while. Because the timey-wimey tea time will be back. We'll return next Saturday with fresh insights, questions and epiphanies about Doctor Who. And heck yes, everything geek. Maybe same bat time. 
Absolutely the same bat channel every Saturday. Tiny Wiley Tea Time. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.